Salute Joint Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mills. I'm your other host, P. You know, let's get into it. What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Same old, same old. It's been busy. <sighs> Bruh. It's been busy. Like, like I, kn- I know you was busy. <sighs> I didn't think I was going to be as busy as I was, but, you know, I knew you were like, Super dialed in at work because of the radio silence. I was like, oh, oh no, yeah, like, bro, listen. I'll talk to him at the end of the week. I told you when that, when that shit can can autopilot, it's hard to turn it off. It's hard, and, and like I've gotten better. So imagine me like in the mix, in the mix. Yeah. Like w- <laughs> one day, one day, my home hit me like I'm just making sure you're still alive because and, and nobody's seen or heard from you. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That's how it be though, bro. When you lock in, that's what I'm saying. When this shit's when it kick off for us, it's that's e- it's easy. Just, yeah, because you is it's it's the same but different because you're like genuinely busy. Like when you're locked in, like it's like all right, like I'm going. For me, I'm locked in and I'm busy. But then when I come home, I got the family dynamic. Yeah, so it's like. There's no turning it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think yeah, that's a that and that's such a that's the a beautiful part about it because your family can tell you you home, turn it off. You can, none of that come in here, and yeah. then you can just it's easy for you to tap back in. They don't tell me that though. Oh, it's been, <laughs> Daddy's home, husband home. <laughs> yeah, most times like oh hey babe, it's like right, what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go upstairs to watch some watch some sports or something. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> wind down, but um, at work though it was fairly easy. Like you know how like you ever have a week at work when it's just too easy and you know like some shit's going to happen. Oh yeah, because like it's like everything's like going to according to plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at my job, events pop up at the last second, and that I, that's I the shit I hate. That. Like, our week will be set. We mm-hmm. know what we got to do. And it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, so-and-so added a meal 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, so we got to be here at 6.30. Or so-and-so added a dinner on Tuesday and Thursday when it wasn't in the plans. So now we have to re- restructure and rearrange our entire week. Yeah, I, as, a, as a people, excuse pardon me, Plan ahead. <laughs> it's such an easy fix. It's an easy fix. You know, you know, for the most part, you know what you got coming up. Oh my god. Take care of it all as soon as you get the information. That's it. And for us, what makes it so bad is they know our department is going to handle it. They know we're going to take care of it. Give and them they, a curse. And they also know that we kind of work around their schedule mm-hmm. so it was like if they add something at the last minute it's like damn my bad but whatever y'all gonna do it anyway exactly <laughs> so i hate that shit yeah like it's the gift and the curse of being reliable tell me about it because sometimes i want to say yo man like just tell them no like and then the check come but it's like we are like the professionals professional yeah it's like listen like we are right here to provide a service and even though sometimes i may want to say no we can't because this is what we do for sure so it's like i get out of my feelings and i'm like all right yeah you're right 
I got you. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. What you eat this week, man? I actually I made some salmon bites. Sounds delicious. I had uh I had like two pieces of salmon. I seasoned it, let it marinate, cut them up into small little chicken nugget type sizes. Mm-hmm. You know, bread them, breaded them, breaded them puppies up, dropped them in the fryer. Had a little uh sriracha situation and um a uh respectfully i hate sriracha really yeah you don't like you don't like a lot of stuff (sighs) you don't like mayonnaise you don't like sriracha it's better hot sauces no there is just just to me it's like respectfully i know this is a black podcast this is about to be a black blaspheme i hate crystal's hot sauce yo what you like frank's red hot you put that shit on everything? Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> I do. Now, pardon me. Now, Crystal's has a garlic hot sauce that is God tier. Okay. But just her regular hot sauce. Is Fire like, water. That, I don't get, want that. Get that shit out of here. Yeah, no, I'll pass, bro. Let Frank's get that out of here. No, all right. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. I know, man, I feel sometimes when we record this, you know, I be like, man, I know the, I know the family is like, I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> but uh, nah, this week it's been it's been so, it's been so busy. I can honestly say, I've been eating like pure shit. Okay. So it's just like, what's there? A little cheeseburger, make that real quick. French fries, real quick. It's always like what's accessible, but I got I got something to eat the other day, <laughs> and it's called volcano fries. I heard of those. Yeah, they it's the um, restaurant on Shelton Ave. Okay, right by the McDonald's. Oh, all right. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, is fries, grilled chicken, cheese. Jalapenos, onions. But <sighs> take the grilled chicken off of me. I'm in there. Oh yeah, listen. They, I didn't even notice the chicken was there. They could have gave me one piece of chicken. It was just everything else. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I'm good now. <laughs> it's my meal for the week. But you know what? Sometimes, not even sometimes. A lot of times. That's that's what ends up happening because again we're at work so much, you're in the kitchen, I'm in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and it's like yo I'm hungry, I don't feel like cooking a meal. Let me make something fast because a lot of times we don't have time anyway. Yeah, and it's like all right, well, what do I want? So something quick for me, but again, not eating meat. For me, at work, my go-to, let me just eat something real fast type situation, mm-hmm. mozzarella sticks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of them things, like, for me, if they there, I'll eat them. Right. And it do, it does. One thing I can say, as far as your chefs wise, we eat to live. We don't live to eat. Yeah. And it be, it's like a hard thing to turn off. So, you know, we just... um. That's that's how we get down. Like, what I went to the, this was like a couple years ago. You know, normal doctor's visit. Me talking to a doctor or whatever. He's like, "How are you eating habits?" I'm like, 
I eat. He's like, what does that mean? I was like, I'm a chef, so I just nibble all day. I eat all day. By the end of the day, I'm full. Right. So he's like, you got to work on that. And I'm like, oh, sure, I'll try. But that's not, if you got a taste test 15 things, you're going to be full. Yeah. So it's just it's just one of them things, man. So, so before, real quick, before we get mm-hmm. into it, I know that there's a handful of people that listen to our show that are either in the business, want to get into the business, mm-hmm. whatever the case, whatever their situation is, where, wherever they are in their career. And I was, I was having a conversation. Now, I'm not going to delve into it. For sure. I'm just going to mention two quick things. And this is going to be, I'm, I'm excited for this because it can be wildly interactive in a sense where people really should either email us or hop in a DM mm-hmm. on the page and tell us if they know what this is and if they do, if they have one, what theirs is. And this is what I mean. Okay. So if you're in this industry, there's two things that are unavoidable. The second one I hate doing, and I know you hate doing it too, and you're going to you're gonna know what I mean in a second. For everybody in the industry, what's your SOP? And if you don't know what an SOP is, your standard operating procedure. Because everybody's SOP is different. Cut gloves. Get them the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get them out. I, I, get, in, I get in so much trouble where I'm at because I don't wear one. So much trouble, <clears throat> pardon me, that <laughs> they asked me to go help out another another uh, property. So I go, you know, take the flight or whatever. I get in trouble with the vice president of culinary. So mind you, the, the place I work for is a big, big company. Right. The first thing she says is, where's your cut glove? Out of, off rip, I get pissed off because... We got to feed 5,000 people, and that's what you're worried about? I sh- And in my brain, I'm like, I shouldn't even have this title or call myself a chef if I need a cut glove. So that's a, just short and sweet. Fuck cut gloves, bro. And for people that don't know what cut gloves are, they're like the 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 metal gloves. Oh, no, no, they got cotton now, too. They got cotton now? They got cotton now. I remember they used to have the metal ones. Where you put it on like chain mail, <laughs> yeah. You put the you put yeah. the 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 chain or like the metal cut glove on, uh-huh. so that when you're in the thick of it, if you come down on your hand, you don't cut yourself. I got you so know it's, I, it's I, a it's yeah. a safeguard. I got you. I give you one. This is my Christmas gift to you. Oh, okay, I appreciate <laughs> it. But yeah, yeah. Because no. listen, I almost cut my thumb off like two months ago. It was terrible. This little insert of conversation. Gave me like five tails from the kitchen, and I really got to write these jokes down. See, there you <laughs> go. See, I, 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 done, I done helped you out, my man. My man. And the second one is again: reach out to us, tell us what your HACCP plans are. <laughs> and if you don't know what a HACCP plan is, oh it's God. your hazard analysis critical control point, and I fucking hate it. 
making HACCP plans because you can literally make one for anything and everything. And they had to be so detailed, especially mm-hmm. if you had your survey or the health inspector or the Department mm-hmm. of Health comes in and you get that one stupid ticky-tack petty hit from them. And it's like, oh, well, we'll be back in 30 days, but when we come back, you need a HACCP plan for this. And I'm like, you just took three years off my life. And you know what's crazy? The people who write those, because it's literally like a Bible for kitchens. Yeah. The people who write them have never worked a day in the kitchen. No, yeah. They're just there for that because that's their that's their expertise. That's what they're good at. They're strictly like they're like bookworms. Their expertise is writing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you can't with what we do, there's so much gray area. Sometimes the HACCP plan is not effective. Just like well, just for an example, this never happened, but there's a like if there's a fire break out just a little fire we'll just say a saute pan caught on fire and no HACCP plan does it say get salt and put the fire out but as chefs and cooks that's what we do we know to do it right the HACCP plan says uh go um what's the, the thing with the fire extinguisher Aim, pull, aim, pull, squeeze. Yeah. Something, something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the HACCP plan. So the HACCP plan is great, and I understand it, that it's it's for everybody's safety. But it's wildly ineffective in a sense where it's like, I need to put this out right now. Yeah. If I go and get the fire extinguisher, by the time I come back, I got like a two-alarm fire going on. Right. When I could just reach across and get some salt and put the fire out. Yeah. So... Yeah, but yeah, listen, tell us, reach out to us, let us know what your SOPs stuff, are, man. and let us know what your HACCP plans are, because we're very interested into hearing what y'all have going on. And if you're not in the industry, you're trying to break into it, we just gave y'all two little nuggets, do your research, look them up, mm-hmm. know what they mean, and then still, you can reach out to us, hey, listen, I looked it up. But I still have some questions. We'll be more than willing to answer your questions. So, you know, if y'all want to be interactive and y'all want to, you know, really, like, get to it, there you go. Two things y'all can get to. Yeah, this is dope. Remember I said if this if this was a thing when I first started, it would have been amazing and beneficial. Like, that's something so dope and amazing. I didn't realize. I didn't learn or even understand, like, how much weight that held until later. Oh yeah, so yeah, no, that's dope. Because if you got it, listen, if you got a legit good SOP, yeah, yeah, for everything, your business is gonna flow. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. If you have all your ducks in a row, right? Because you still got the logistics, the financials, mm-hmm. everything else, and like we'll talk about that more. I don't want to give them too much right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it's. People don't realize, especially when you have your own thing going on, Mm -hmm. people don't realize exactly how much goes into it. And I think that's a large part and why a lot of people fail because they don't realize how much goes into it until they're in it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, hire somebody that knows, pay somebody 
that will get you over the hump, but people are cheap, and it's like, no, nah, I'm gonna figure it out on my own. By then, it's too late. Yeah, and then you're bleeding money. You, 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 more money is going out and coming in. Mm-hmm. Then you making money, and then when you make a little bit of money, you pocketing the money instead of putting the money back into the business. For sure, like it's a lot. Yeah, no, they, that's that's a yeah. It's a do, lot. Do your googles. This uh, is an it's it's an expensive business, and you don't get a lot out of it. No. So your googles or your YouTube universities. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because you can easily watch a video. And Again. it's like, oh, okay, I, I, I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Or I was about to do this shit the wrong way. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely do your homework. For sure, man. So, listen, man. What's good? What you got for us this week on the mic drop tip? For the motivational mic drop, I be, I'm be always overthinking it, and I hate that. So, again, I'm going to keep it simple. And, it, and it's to touch on, too, I spoke on, like, it's hard for me to turn it off. If you're in this industry or any other industry where you dedicate a lot of time, have hobbies. All right. Have hobbies. Yeah. When you clock out and you take that ride home, that's your time to decompress. When you get home or wherever you're going, have something to do to occupy your time. They always say idle time is the devil's playground. It is. It is. So... Have hobbies, something, and don't let it be your phone. Read a book, create something, draw something, paint something, build something, play a video game, watch a movie, and take notes on a movie. Do something to occupy your time. Have a hobby. Yeah. It don't, don't matter what it is, have a hobby. I build shit in my spare time. I go fishing, video games. I got a lot of hobbies. Could go into the bar and getting hookah and turning up your hobby? To an extent. Because then eventually it becomes detrimental to your health. So that's why it's kind of, that's cool, but it gets dicey. Well, I only ask because if that is, that's a lot of people's hobbies. Is, Is it a hobby though? I don't think so. It's a con- it's a matter of fact, it- let me rephrase it. A constructive hobby. Okay. Cause I think it's definitely a way to decompress. It is. No, no, no. And that that's fine. Like go out, have fun, decompress. But also you have to do something constructive. So uh, I'll rephrase it and say have a constructive hobby. Oh, all right. That's cool. So when you when you're done, like when you dial it out and it's your spare time, have a constructive hobby. Something that's beneficial to you. Your spirit and your soul. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it was dope. And it was, like, to the point. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So. Once I stop overthinking it, like, I, yeah. get, I get, got some shit. <laughs> so, for me, this week, my motivational mic drop is you can't take everybody with you. Oh, let me dap up on that one, man. That's the. F- that's a gem and a half. You cannot take everybody with you. And don't feel bad about it because it's life. When you are doing shit for yourself, you're putting in the work, you're putting in the time, you're doing what you have to do, you're losing sleep over which over your goals. Mm-hmm. When you get there, it's like, oh, we made it. And it's like, 
we like you wasn't with me shooting in the gym <laughs> like like what you mean we made it but you know there's those core people in your life that you know no matter what they're going to be there and then there's the people in your life it's kind of iffy like, uh, like i don't know you might you might not so you can't take everybody with you because if you do you're going to mc hammer yourself What's that? Go broke. <laughs> You're going to go broke trying to take care of the hood when you know deep down in your soul the hood ain't going to take care of you. Yeah, that's a bar. Listen. So and it's that's okay to a, be selfish with your dreams. That's a, a you, that shit hit hard. Yeah, man. That shit hard. Just because you know what's going on with me. Like, I'm yeah. like, damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. And you can't. Survivor's remorse is a thing. Oh yeah, but you you survived. No, yeah, for sure. You survived. <laughs> I you can't. You made a way for yourself to like get it out of get wherever you're trying to go. You can't be upset with yourself because you laid the foundation or you led the path or you were the first over the hill and they chose not to follow. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. I get that. So sometimes it's got to be, you know. Hey, listen, I love you from afar. No, yeah. And, you know, before we get off of this, please understand that just because you may separate yourself from certain people, just because you love people from afar, that doesn't mean you beefing. Like, because yeah, no. like, a lot of people think, oh, no, we beefing or he beefing or whatever. No, we ain't beefing. It's just that you're going one way. And I'm going another way. There's no love lost. Like you still my bro, you still my sis, whatever the case. Mm. It's just that we're at we're at a crossroads in our lives and You're going left, I'm going right. Exactly. So don't think that, oh no, like they they, they fell out. No, they didn't. They just doing two totally different things. Yeah, for sure. No, that's that's whoosh. you cooking. No I'm trying. Pun. No pun. <laughs> I'm trying. So got a question. What's going on? What's one skill in this industry you wish you had or you're going to have? Like something you want to work on. Something like, yeah, you know. You know what? You mm-hmm. want to laugh mm-hmm. because it's very simple. Okay. But it's not simple to everybody. Mm-hmm. Better knife skills. It's repetition. Yeah, just better knife skills. Yeah. And for me, my knife skills are okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking away. I'm not doing none of that other stuff that people do. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm like I'm comfortable where I am. I hey, don't have to be that guy. Listeners, I'm raising my hand. I'm that guy. You probably are. Like I'm not that guy. I'm not him. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not cutting a bag of onions down in ten minutes. Nothing like that. Like I'll get mm-hmm. it done. I'm not going to get it done like that. Yeah, it's going to be the way you want it, but. It's going to be one of those, hey, I need you to pick it up a little bit. It's one of them type Jones. But my my biggest fear, and I never got over it, is you know how you let the knife guide your hand when you're mm-hmm. cutting. Mm-hmm. I just have this fear that it's going to come down, my hand, my finger going to slip, and I'm going to get myself. And mentally, I check myself out every time. And oh, it's like yeah. I never allow myself to 
do it the way that it needs to be done because of that fear. And it's been like that my entire career. So to, to like give like a real technical thing, the knife should never. So what Pat's talking, what Pete's talking about is the, I'm, it's so hard to explain without like a visual a thing, visual, but the yeah. knife should touch your, the, knuckles. your knuckles. Yeah. What they don't tell you is the knife should never go above it. That's that's a part of the fear. And then that separates, and it's repetition, and then that's what separates the people who cut and look away or be cutting fast. You're eventually going to get over it, and you won't even notice that you got over it. Right. It is. A, it's, but the the best thing I could tell you, it is really a repet a repetition thing. You do it over and over. Like the the shape of an onion doesn't change. The size does. For it will for our, forever and always be a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Shape of a carrot. It will always it will always remain like kind of spear like. Right. The size is just different. So. Yeah, that, you're like, yeah, that's a real thing. And, like, you know how eighty percent of the industry? Yeah, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm one of them people. And mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit that because, again, we want to we be as honest on this show For with sure. the listeners as possible. And, again, like we said before a couple shows ago, we don't want our listeners to, to sit back and listen to us talk and think that, but these two dudes is on top of the world. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm a regular guy. I just so happen to be in this business for a long time. Right. So I think, well, to touch on it, have you, have you ever cut yourself? Like yeah. bad? Bad. Not bad, bad, like to the white meat, no. Like, okay. I think this thumb thing is like the worst because. <laughs> oh, what's the thumb thing? I, when I cut my thumb, I cut the top of it off. Uh-huh. I, um, oh, okay. Yeah. I was cutting. And I, you know what? It's a. It was a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. from the get go. I was cutting raw bacon. Uh, <laughs> shit, we, like cutting rubber bands. Yeah. Because <laughs> we was we were prepping up to make bacon jam, and why didn't y'all cook it first? Don't get me lying. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, where was this? Wasn't at the hotel, was it? No, no. This is where I am now. And nobody, nobody told you to cook it first. No, nah, because I think like it was one of them things where we we weren't we weren't cooking a lot, and I guess it was like okay, you know what? If we just cut it down real quick and throw it right in the rondo, we can just get it done faster than having to wait 16, 18 minutes in the oven for the bacon to cook. I guess we were trying to cut the time in half, and this goes back. To Marcus from the bear from the bearish episode we oh, was talking yeah. about Russian Russian yeah we ain't in Russia so why are you Russian yeah there you go so I'm cutting the bacon everything's going good and it was this one fatty piece and I'm cutting it and I'm holding it like you know I got my hand down got my thumb tucked or whatever but I don't know what happened don't get me lying thumb came out knife slipped. I look down, it's blood everywhere. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I cut myself, and I pick my hand up, 
and the top part of my thumb is gone. The top part of my fingernail is mm-hmm. gone. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm getting ready to clock out and go home now. <laughs> like, had to throw the bacon away because I couldn't find the top half, top part of my finger. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I knew it was in the bacon yeah. somewhere. So, yeah, yeah it was a mess. Mm-hmm. I you know, ran to the bathroom, cleaned it, um, put a Band-Aid on it, put one of those, I call them finger condoms. Put one of oh, those little, uh, uh, a cot. Yeah, <laughs> finger put, cot. <laughs> put one of the little finger condoms on and got right back to work. And when I got off, my thumb looked like a snow cone because of all the blood uh, that was just sitting in the, in the finger cot yeah. because it never stopped bleeding. And then for me, what made it worse is me being diabetic. Oh, it was coming. It was. It was. Flowing. It was flowing. So, oh, man. yeah, my thumb is ugly now because it healed, but then again, like it didn't all the way. Yeah. So it's very sensitive to touch. If I touch mm-hmm. like the tip of it, pause. But uh, you get just you just gotta cook more, bro. You was gonna lose all the feeling anyway. Yeah, but yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but but yeah, no, yeah, that a lot. Of, like yeah, that's that happened to me too. Same thing. Well, I was arrogant when I, when I almost lost my finger, and the luxury is, you know, <laughs> my mom an ER nurse, <laughs> so the it was off. Oh, like like a good like half half my nail, Ooh. like all the way down, and me being arrogant, me and another cook, we working next to each other, we had to make croutons. Like it was y'all was having like a dick measuring contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch this. I'm about to show you. Trying to race. I'm trying to smoke you. And how I was cutting and how I was holding the bread. Everything. Everything was all wrong. All wrong. Finger. Like I go cutting. Now I'm now I'm winning. <laughs> and then I go shoot. And all you hear is, huh? I'm clocking out. My manager comes over. She's like, what's wrong? Oh, my God. She almost passed out. I do the same thing. Run, go wash my hand. I'm like, let me see how much. I'm like, oh, fuck. Run in the office, get some crazy glue. And I hate that this industry does this to us. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I ran, got some crazy glue, Band-Aid, you know, did a little sutured it up. It's cool. Stop bleeding. I'm like, all right. Next day, intolerable pain. Oh yeah. Go to, go to go to uh, my mom gig. She like, I'm like, yo, I need some, I need some help. <laughs> she look at, she's like, oh my boy, like, are you crazy? So yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, cause when I did this thing to my thumb, <laughs> the exec was like, oh no, listen, you be alright. I did that. I, to, I, I, that. I did that to all my fingers, like. We're human. It's going to it's going to grow back. Yeah, I, said, yeah, I said, listen, but it's not growing back right now. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I need to be Wolverine. I need this joint to grow back right now. I lo- I love uh, it's I love it and I hate that about the industry. I love it and I hate it because sometimes it's like you get a paper cut and then people pass out and it's like, what you don't even need to be here. We fabricate meats. You're always going to see blood like. Or you're cutting something. Right. If if a paper cut does that to you, this is, isn't the business. 
but it's also when it gets extreme, it still be like, you be all right? Like, what? What? No, like, I'm about to lose a finger. Like, yeah, man. Like, it's, so. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, so one one thing I wish I could, I definitely could do better, I'll give you two things. One of them is just baking overall. I could bake, but. I can't. I don't have the patience for it. Well, I can if I'm following the instructions to a T, but I can't go in the kitchen and just grab shit and just be like, yeah, I'm about to make a cake. Can't okay, so that, that touched on my second thing. So they kind of, it's like kind of twofold. You can give me a paper with the ingredients and I can make whatever it is. I wish I had the patience to follow through with it. So what? You be like 10, 15 minutes in, like, man, I'm over this shit. Baking, yes, and then with that, because baking is a timing, it's a process. Yeah, I don't got the patience for it. I really don't. You could, you could, like, you could be like, "Yo, go bake a cake," and I could bake one, but I had to drill it in my head the ratio over and over and over again. Okay, but I, I, I like pressures on. Yo, we need something right now. <laughs> I could do it. I just gotta look at the ingredients. I know the process already, but it, it may it definitely ain't gonna be perfect. But it's done. So that's that's my thing, man. That's the, that's the only one. Oh, all right. Yeah. Something like right. something like so. Did we do ask a chef yet? We ain't do that yet because you you you're the one that asked the question. Yeah, yeah. So it's always like I just bring a topic, we just expound on it. You got something for us for ask a chef this week? Yeah, I always got something for ask a chef. This is funny. This comes from Mom Dukes. <laughs> she be killing it. it listen, uh, what was the worst client slash party slash event did you have to cook for? Did it deter you from cooking for any such group as that? All right. Well, for me, this question takes me back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. The hotel that I just left. Mm-hmm. So there was a wedding. <sighs> Yo, let me cut you off real quick. Fucking weddings are, are the worst. The worst because... Nine times out of ten, it's always some last-minute shotgun wedding shit. Yes, for this story, no, but yeah, I get what you're saying. There's the one, but most of the time, I promise you, nine times out of ten. So this wedding was a Jewish wedding. And the, the mother of the of the groom, you would have thought she was getting married. And mm-hmm. nothing, nothing was good enough for this woman. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she wanted to change stuff at the last minute. Mm-hmm. And she wanted the room to be set up differently than what they uh, agreed on. And I know that doesn't have anything to do with cooking, but it has everything to do with cooking. It's a part of the business. Because... Them trying to rearrange things at the last second to keep this woman happy because all they're thinking about is this check, all this money that this lady just spent 
and we want her business again or whatever mm-hmm. the case we got to keep this lady happy the room being rearranged changed the stations oh yeah so it changed the way that food was going to end up going out mm-hmm. and the entire process was messed up because we had a plan we're going to fire this first. We're going to cook this. We're going to mm-hmm. save this for last. Set this station up. Set that station up. Have the hors d'oeuvres and everything situated so they can get butlered and the whole nine yards. We had to change the entire f- process on the fly. Mm-hmm. Did everything she asked us to do, and she still wasn't happy. Of course. Listen. <laughs> Listen. And the ice on the cake, here's a funny story, right? She walked downstairs into the kitchen the next morning with her fucking dog barefoot. So it was like, so you just going to walk in the kitchen, number one, barefoot, number two, and you got your dog in your hand, number three. And then she came down. But here, here's the here's the craziest thing. Can somebody scramble me some eggs and make me some toast for the dog? No, for her. She just thought it would be faster to come downstairs and get it on the fly than to order room service. <laughs> Some people, boy, I I can't, man. But yeah, to touch on to touch on the same thing. Yes, it's for me. It's the same exact thing. Weddings, weddings. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. The last hotel I worked at. Um, I I put in my notice. I put in my notice, and but I tell them I'm gonna stay a couple extra days because I know we have this wedding coming up. Like I'm making a personal decision, but I'm not gonna let them suffer for it. So my GM at the time was like, "Oh man, like that's great. I appreciate it. Thank you." So the night before the wedding, what is it? What is it called? The rehearsal. The rehearsal dinner. Yeah, yeah. So they they had the rehearsal dinner. Groom doesn't show. What? Groom don't show. The groom didn't show. Groom didn't show. So I go. I fucking should have just not did this wedding. I just had a bad feeling. Always have a bad feeling about weddings. Groom don't show. So then I go. All right. Let me just still get everything ready. Do their plated. Everything's fine. One plate comes back. So the groom didn't even get there for the dinner, the rehearsal dinner. The next day, we'll just say the wedding was at like five o'clock. It starts at five, food's at six, whatever. Groom don't show. Groom showed up at eight o'clock, bro. The next day. The groom, no, no, no. The, The day of the wedding. I'm talking about the next day after rehearsal dinner. He yeah. showed up at eight o'clock. He missed the rehearsal dinner. Missed Mr. The, wedding. Mr. Wedding showed up at eight o'clock. Where was he at? I don't <laughs> I've heard many different variations of where he was at. Matters none. He did he 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 didn't show, which pushed everything back. I was supposed to leave at seven o'clock that night. Left at ten thirty. So it's like I hate weddings. Like that's one thing I hate. Did he? Did they end up getting married? Like what happened? In my, 
They got married. Yeah, they got married. I think it was a homicide that night too, though. I think she probably killed him. Allegedly, respectfully, I don't know. I'm just assuming. One day out of the year, you're supposed to be on time. Yeah, yeah. And where was he at? Did you ever get any insight? I heard a couple different things. Okay, off the air type stuff. No, no, it ain't really off the air. It's just I heard. I can't. I don't want to put that. Put on something him. on him. Right, right. But he definitely passed out drunk. That one is was verified. Passed out drunk and on missed some a hangover re- type stuff. Missed a rehearsal dinner. That was that was verified. The next day, I heard he was drunk again. I heard he had to double back on something. Her car broke down. So, <laughs> so hangover type stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. But you know. It's funny though that we both said weddings. Because because there's so many variables with a wedding mm-hmm. and it can be extremely unpredictable. Your wedding was perfect. But I know y'all did y'all due diligence and got everything in order. Now I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I, my, I just our, know our wedding wasn't, but uh, you uh-huh. never would have known. Exactly. Because exactly. the only thing that we messed up on was we didn't have time to go and take our pictures after the wedding so we ended up taking our pictures at the at the hall where the reception was yeah. so we took our pictures there so it still came out nice but mm-hmm. that's not what we planned on it's not what she wanted i didn't care it, but my thing was mm-hmm. i need to be here i'm here we getting married I'm about to go get turned at this reception. You definitely turned. I'm about to get uh, I'm about to get sloshed. You definitely were sloshed. And have a grand old time. Yes. And uh, I got funny ass stories. We'll talk about it off the air. It's not uh-huh. for the show, but it's <laughs> reception stories. Like uh, your rece- your reception was wild, dog. Do you know? Real quick. Of course we have open bar. Yeah, of, of course. course you have to. I won't go to somebody's wedding if they don't have open bar. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> it's a budgeting thing. Like I'm I'm petty. <laughs> like I gotta get dressed, come to this event, and I gotta pay for my drinks. You could miss me with that shit. Yo, listen. <laughs> so the bar by the end of the night, like the last, I wanna say like the last half an hour. Mm-hmm. The bar ran out of liquor. We drank them dry. I, first off, it, you're, it was a lot of people at the reception. It was. It was a lot of people. And then <laughs> open bar. And yeah. It, it, <laughs> I remember leaving because I had to go to Jersey right after I left. I remember leaving. And I'm like, where, where was that? I'm like, it's never this many cars in this area. No. But, it was like I was, but yeah, no, yeah. But mind but, you, our reception was in the hood. It was right off of Hunnam Park. I know it, you got to do all that, but yeah, but we know the, where the parking was. situation was like it was tight. It, 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 what? It yes. was tight. But at that time, it's different now because the area definitely changed. But that area where it was, it was parking was a thing, but it was never a big deal. It was the amount of people in there that's what made it crazy. Crazy part, it would have been more people there. The venue at the time, um, COVID killed them too. I was kind of salty. The venue at the time, they had a dress code and they stuck to that shit. 
which I was like impressed about because Man. a lot of people be like, oh, no, I'll go ahead, whatever. They had a dress code. If you wasn't dressed properly, they did not let you in. And a lot of people got turned away and couldn't come to the reception because they wasn't dressed right. I, all fair, we'll talk, but I, they should have had it where the service was. What? We'll talk off here. Okay, okay, okay. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So tales, time for tales. Oh man, you, you want to start this week? Or you nah, want me to start? Yeah, go ahead, do your thing, man. All right. So my tales for this week. Mm-hmm. It's called floss. Set me up. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so. You know how it was structured back in the day in the old kitchen, especially if it was your week in the work. If it was your week in the work, nine times out of ten, you were not lucky enough to be off that Friday. You was working Friday and you was working the weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, for you, it was different because you worked in the afternoon right. mostly. I was there 6.30 in the morning. So I said to myself, I got to figure out a way to start working smarter than I have been. Mm -hmm. So you know how for CRC on the weekend, you got to make 120 sandwiches. Yeah, because I was the one making the boxes for it. Y'all had the easy job of making the sandwiches. I think both jobs were... Strenuous. I would have rather did the sandwiches. I would have rather set them boxes up, to be honest with you. So, because you think about it, you set the boxes up, you put all the the stuff in there, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. But you gotta you gotta come in, you gotta slice the turkey, you gotta do all that, you gotta get all that bread, set it up. It was a mess. So anyway, apples and oranges. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I said to myself, all right, you know what? Floss not going to be here the weekend. This ain't her weekend to work. So I carved out like an hour mm-hmm. on Friday and started making my sandwiches on Friday. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, okay. so it was 120 box lunches mm-hmm. and it was how many breakfast boxes? Like, like 50. Four, 50? Yeah. So I made all 50 breakfast boxes Friday, mm-hmm. put them on a the cart, put them in the fridge. I was able to get through 60 of the sandwiches. So I only had 60 more to do the mm-hmm. next day. So I'm cool. So that was my plan moving forward. That's what I'm going to do. When is my weekend of work? This one Friday in particular, mm-hmm. I thought Floss left. <sighs> I seen her walking up the hallway and I saw her get on the elevator. So I said, oh, she gone. Cool. I'm going to go do my thing. Floss had a Wawa milk carton in the fridge that had all the Wawa juices in it. Mm-hmm. She had something in that refrigerator that she was supposed to take with her, but she forgot it. And came back. So she came back for it. <laughs> and she saw me in the back making all my sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So she goes, oh, so you getting a head start. That's kind of smart. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get a head start. I'm trying to work smart, not hard. She was like, no, that, that's that's smart. All right, well, have a good weekend. I see you on Monday. All right, cool. I knew I was fucked. 
I knew it. She was, <laughs> she was too nice about it. I knew something was coming. Yeah, something for you. <laughs> so it was. I forgot whose weekend it was to supervise. It was either I don't know. I forget. It wasn't it wasn't Wanda. I know it wasn't her. Okay. But um. Gene. No, it was Mr. Rob. Uh, who Mr. Don't. A phenomenal person, but he just was kind of lax about everything. No, he ain't give a fuck because yeah. he didn't want to be there. Yeah. So he ain't care. As long as you did your job, he ain't care. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rob, he came to me. He was like, Pat, look, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if he, if that specific, Mr. Rob, if that, he's the kind of person, if he, he's going to lead with that, something's wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened, Mr. Rob? Yeah, I just got off the phone with Floss and she said that you was going to have extra time because you did your your sandwiches the day before. So here's a list of stuff she wants you to do. (laughs) But I tell you, bro, I was fucking irate with flaws. Like, yo, you just can't let me live. And what made it so bad, yo... The list was <laughs> long as shit. The I know list was what? so fucking long. Like the list, bro. <laughs> it took me all weekend to do this shit. When Floss came in on Monday, oh my, I'm crying. I gave him. You know, listen, I, 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 listen, I, I, I stared a hole through her. Like she felt it, and I ain't say nothing. <laughs> And then she came up to me midway through my chef on Monday, and she was oh like, I see you got everything done. I was like, yeah. I said, Floss, honestly, I ain't had no choice. I had to do it. And she was like, yeah, but you know, you thought you was pulling a fast one on me by doing them sandwiches on Friday. She says, Pat, I know you. You would have did all that stuff on Friday. You wouldn't have did nothing on Saturday. You would have disappeared. You would have been upstairs on them floors with them girls. <laughs> You'd have been doing everything you wasn't supposed to be doing. So I had, this was my way of reining you back in. I said, you could have did it any other way. Any other way. Uh-huh. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But I guess because she, like, knew uh-huh. I was pissed at her, mm-hmm. the next time she caught me doing sandwiches, she actually left me alone. She was like, I ain't going to get him, like, back to back. But after that, I said, Fuck keep that. myself busy. I'm, yeah, no. Nah, Shout cool. out to Fl- Flaws was like, Flaws was phenomenal. She was always fair, but like when you tried to play her, she she just know you had something coming to you, bro. And uh, the stuff she was asking me to do was like asinine. I know she had you scrubbing the floors, deck so, brush stuff. So I don't even know if you remember. Remember in the kitchen. It was that one room, like it was like the kitchen, and then there was a door that led into this really small room. We had used it for like storage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. then if you go out the other door, you're in the hallway. Mm-hmm. We never used that room for anything. Jeez. It was just boxes in there. She had you clean. She had me take everything out of that room, sweep, mop, scrub the floor. Wipe the tables down, all that shit. Put all that stuff back in that room on the table, and then lock it back up. And then I didn't see another person go in that room for like four months after that. 
<laughs> first, first off, I never saw anybody in that room. And I inquired about it. And they were like, don't worry about it. There's nothing in there. It's, it was like storage. <laughs> but it's like, why'd you have me clean it if we're not going to use it just for spider webs and dust and everything to accumulate back in that room? You just had me do this just for the sake of having me do it. She gave you a hobby. Because your idle time. That, <laughs> well, listen. I, listen I had, that was your playground. I, but had, I had plans that weekend. I know you did. <laughs> she knew too. That's the funny part. She knew. She was like. I know my boy. So Listen, let me keep him out. No, of, you know let me keep him out of trouble because he won't keep himself out of trouble. She, she knew because people would snitch on me. People would call her, like, "Oh, you know Pat up here? He been up here for a while too." <laughs> like at the time, mm-hmm. we was downstairs, and we wasn't. We ain't had no kitchens on under the floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, "What you doing? What up are you here? doing up here?" And what are you doing up here for this long? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she snaked me. She didn't snake. She did you a favor. That could have been. That could have been the weekend you got clipped. It could have been. You never know. But floss was great that way. Yeah, well, she was. She was. She honestly like. She was like a protector, and we hated her methods of protecting. But she was. She held us down. Yeah. I guess I really I'm real life crying. <laughs> that's, that's her. Listen, that's who she was. When I see when I saw Mr. Rob walking towards me, the look on his face gave everything away. And he's a fast walker. I know he walked to you slow. It was on some movie shit. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> like you, like you, you ever see somebody walking in direction, but it's like, why is it fucking taking so long? And that's never him. That's not even his demeanor. His demeanor is go, go, go. Yeah. I knew his demeanor was like, shit, man. Speaking of Mr. Rob real quick, and this is the end of it. You know Mr. Rob was scared of elevators? What? Mr. Rob. Is that why he was, was always terrified on? of elevators? He was always scared that the elevator was going to break down with him on it. Once we moved upstairs. He was only there for like two weeks after. No, he was there for a while. But once he, yeah, he was there for a while. Once we moved upstairs, because Mr. Rob's floor was the third floor, he would push the he would push put the, the cart up and the then run the stairs and then take the steps. I used to, I, you know, I never questioned it. Never he, questioned it because he was scared to death of elevators. You could just put that man business out there like that, dog. It's not bad. It's not like, nah, like he wouldn't care. <laughs> Because it boggled my mind, too, until I like figured out what was what. And I'm like, oh. I wonder what that conversation was like with Floss. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. She knew it, though. Oh, well. Because, you know, when we was downstairs in the downstairs kitchen, he would come in in the front and he would walk around, just take the steps and walk down the steps. Why wouldn't he just park in the back? That back parking lot, for some reason, they used to hate on it back. They used to like that was for like LaSalle people. Like engineering and all them, like they 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 didn't they didn't really care for us parking in that back parking lot, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Everybody parked in that in the front and would have to catch the elevator, come downstairs, and walk all the way down them long ass hallways. Oh, yeah, true. So damn. what you got for us this week? Damn, I don't know. <laughs> this one's short and quick, and it's only it's I'm only saying this story because I just watched, I rewatched. The the bear, okay, 
I do apologize. Yes, he was in New York. He was in Noma. He was Noma in New York. was New York. I apologize. Right. I had to go back because right. when you watch it, it was like already a few months that went by. All right. So you're right. Remember on the show when Richie pulled the strap out? Yeah. When when they had the 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 video game tournament? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this brings me to my tales. Oh man. So. Steakhouse. All right. One of them, the first one. Okay. Steakhouse. At this point, we're all family. With being family comes a point of like, A, you can say whatever you want, and that's a good and bad thing. Right. And then B, um, it could go left extremely quick. But you you could recover from it. No, yes, it can. So remember I said a couple you know a couple episodes I'm like arguing is always a thing. Fighting rarely happens. Yeah. So one of the servers had a bad habit when he would bring plates and things back would throw the silverware into the bin, splash water, throw like cups or mugs. Like he just was sloppy about it. Okay. And this particular day he does it splashes water all over the dish person dish person goes talk to your man yo because he keep doing this shit if i get wet again it was gonna be a problem i feel him i feel him too because like if you and plus too this is what i respected about him and him at, at, at dish the same way he came in the building that's how he would leave neat and clean which means he knew what the fuck he was doing Absolutely. So it's it starts uh the rush the rush comes. All right. Now I'm moving, but I hear the plates in the in the silverware. So I go, yo, don't don't do that, because you're being disrespectful now. So I I'm telling the server before he could even before dish could even say anything. I'm like, I shouldn't even be able to hear it when I got the broiler drawers open and closing and oven doors open and closing. I hear you like throwing the shit. Chill out. My bad, chef. Happens again. All I hear is, pussy, I kill you in here. Keep fucking playing with me. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he would have. Because I knew him. Right. Yo, just do your fucking job. Like, I don't know what's the big deal. I go, all you hear is me slam the broiler drawer shut because it's like, it's like, you know, it's like a door and you just right. push it. I slam that shit so fast just to get over there because I know what's about to happen. I pull, I pull, grab him, pull him to the side. He like, why the fuck you grabbing me? You need to talk to him. I said, I know what you finna do. I'm not worried about him. So he was like, let me the fuck go. I was like, I'm going to let you go. Promise me you're going to chill. I'm not promising you shit. Let me go. All right, cool. Do your thing. I you Don't say I ain't try. Right. I let him go. He he pulls out his phone and goes, bring my gun up here. <laughs> I go, oh, well, psh. Hey, uh, this is when me and the chef that me and him didn't get along. I said, hey, yo, listen, can I leave early today? He was like, why? I said, I just want to leave early. He was like, 
why? I was like, Chef, this is the day you let me leave early. So he was like, okay, everything all right? And I was like, uh, for now. <laughs> I leave. <laughs> leave. Leave. I'm not, no, no. Y'all not going to crime stop or none of, no. So what happened? Oh, it got, it got up there. But I knew the per- it was random as shit. Knew the person. Okay. Go back home, yeah. Go back home. He don't need that, and you don't even need to be up here with that. So, <laughs> so was he mad at his at his homie for going back home? Uh, yeah. And then the next day, he said I was he he was like, bro, I was wilding. I was like, oh, you were. And he was like, how the f-? he was like first he was like, how you know him? I was like. I- I, I'm older than you Right And then he was like <laughs> It was just like him just asking a bunch of questions Like I'm like bro you about to throw your life away over Forks and plates Right what, What's the logic in that And then he was like No I want you to grab me I kind of lost it And I'm like uh, Yeah losing on me we gonna fight Like we gonna get it in for real but that whole get the strap that would that wouldn't be a thing with me and you know that right so he was like you right so <laughs> quick draw quick draw that's crazy <sighs> i was like listen i'm not witnessing nothing <laughs> not, i don't blame you not telling i don't know officer i don't know i went home early cuz i didn't feel good there you go plausible deniability you know it Oh man, that's crazy as shit, yo. Yeah, that was too good to <laughs> Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> You got anything else for us before we get out of here? Nah, man. You know, in and out. Let's just get out of here, man. All right. Was, was well the, listen. What's this episode? Get the strap. Get the strap. <laughs> this is definitely get the strap. Get the strap. <laughs> definitely right, get the good. strap. Well, that's it for us this week, ladies and gentlemen. I hope y'all enjoyed. Again, like I said earlier. Please reach out to us. Mm. Let us know what your SOPs are. Let us know what your HACCP plans are. If you are not familiar with what they are and you want us to delve more into it, also let us know that and we'll gladly give you the information that you're looking for. Please don't forget, though, leave us your name so we can shout you out as we answer the question. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you will be fucking Regina. Or you will be Nathaniel. Or Webster. Or Connie. <laughs> something something ridiculous. Yeah. So please, 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 we cannot stress this enough. Continue to reach out to us. For those that have been reaching out to us, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Love, love, love. It's only going up from here. And we'll catch all on the flip side. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Love, peace, and chicken grease.